When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Now he's making room. He gets to the 50. He gets to midfield. He gets to the 40. What an athletic display by Trey Ford. He's magic. He is the magic man of the Canadian Football League right now. He's got a line to the net. He'll come in. The shot scores! Edmonton's home for great stories, local heroes, and everything you need on the Oilers and Elks. This is Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins, brought to you by James H. Brown and Associates, Alberta Injury Lawyers, the heavy hitters of injury law. It is Black Friday, which means... Boy, it's busy in the National Hockey League, and there are games going on right now. The Winnipeg Jets, 1-0 lead on the Florida Panthers. That's early in the second. The Calgary Flames down 2-1 to the Dallas Stars. That's late in the first period of play. Avalanche and Wild are midway through the first, 0-0. Lightning and Hurricanes early in the second, 1-1 is the uh, score. Islanders with a 4-3 lead over the Ottawa Senators. That's early in the second period of play. The finals from this afternoon, Detroit Red Wings 5-2 over the Bruins. Rangers 3-1 over the Flyers. In overtime, the Blackhawks with a 4-3 win over the Toronto Maple Leafs, the National Predators hammer the St. Louis Blues 8-3. Columbus Blue Jackets a 2-1 win over the New Jersey Devils. Montreal Canadiens slide past the San Jose Sharks 3-2 in a shootout. The Sabres beat the Penguins by the same score but not in a shootout in regulation at 3-2. And the Kings with a 5-2 win over the Anaheim Ducks. The next opponent of your Edmonton Oilers who scored a victory today, a big one, 5 nothing over the Washington Capitals. You heard it earlier today, folks. Last game of the road trip, and the Oilers looking to finish off with a win as they take on the Washington Capitals. He's trying to get away from Obey Cabell. He'll center it. Oh, the save. Rebound. Scores! Evander Kane got his own rebound. McDavid goes in behind the goal, put it in front. Batted in. Scores! Ryan Nugent Hopkins. He bats it out of the air. It's 2-0 Edmonton. And they're going to look at this one to see if it was high stick. I don't think it was. In real time, anyway. Oh, it's close. It's real close. Ooh, it's real close. After reviewing the play, the call on the ice is confirmed. No high stick. We have a goal. Settle wins it. It goes back to Bouchard. Brings to the middle. Right wing to McDavid. To Bouchard. Scores! Evan Bouchard with a hard one-timer from the point. And the Oilers have a 3-0 lead. Goes wide. It goes to Newton Hopkins to the blue line Get for Bouchard. To, Get it back to Evan and rip it. Now on the right wing. McDavid into the middle. Drysaddle scores! Leon Drysaddle right in the slot. Goes upstairs. It's another power play goal. And the Oilers are up. 4 enough through the middle down. On the left wing. Malenstein the shot. The rebound. Oh, what a stop by Skinner. Got it with the glove. As Malenstein through the middle had the opportunity. Great stop by Skinner. 
Now down low to McDavid. Centering pass. What a save by Lindgren off of Hyman. Here's a loose puck. Dreisaitl scores! Leon Dreisaitl finds it off the right side. It's another power play goal. It's 5-0 Edmonton. On the boards to Kuznetsov. Back to the blue line, Sandine. On the right to Kuznetsov, across to Ovechkin, but it went off the heel of his stick to the slot. Kuznetsov hammers it on net, and the save made by Skinner. Puck drop, time will come off the clock. Oilers will get the victory, 5-0. Stuart Skinner gets his first shutout of the season, third of his NHL career, and the Oilers win this one going away. 5-0 the final over the Washington Capitals. And finally break the three-game losing streak, finally win a uh, game on this four-game Eastern road swing, which ends today with a 5-0 win over the Washington Capitals. Leon Dreisaitl, two goals, now up to eight on the season. Evan Bouchard is fifth. Those goals uh, came on the power play. The power play was three for four tonight against a Capitals penalty kill that was uh, clipping it around uh, 96% over the last 11 games. They were 9-1-1 in that stretch. And uh, to start the game, Evander Kane, his ninth. Ryan Nugent Hopkins is fourth. And Stuart Skinner, 25 saves for his third career shot. Out. So big win, but now they have to start stacking wins. We've we've heard this before. We've seen this before in small doses. We'll talk about that a little bit more later on uh, tonight in the second half hour. And uh, we're not that far removed from the Grey Cup game. What a thriller it was with the Montreal Alouettes winning 28-24 over the Winnipeg Blue Bombers. So now we are into the thick of the offseason. Well, not the thick, but... Uh, Offseason doesn't take too long. And uh, the free agent list was dropped today to talk about that and much more. G. Roy Simon, the assistant GM of your Edmonton Elks. G. Roy, how you doing? I'm great. How are you? Uh, nice, to, nice to chat with you. I'm doing great, and uh, happy Thanksgiving to you. For sure. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy American Thanksgiving. You, you're uh, exactly right. I, I remember talking to Jake Ceresden near the end of the season. Well, it was around uh, Canadian Thanksgiving, and they said, you know, when you come up and play in the Canadian Football League, as you know, where you work up here, you're basically a Canadian. And I said, it's not fair that you get two Thanksgivings. So it's not fair, G-Roy, <laughs> you get two Thanksgivings. Yeah, I'll take it. I'll take it all day. All day. <laughs> Um, and obviously, uh, we're in the off season. But for the Edmonton Elks, uh, for the second straight season, it's been about a month, which seems like an eternity, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah, it's been. It seems like it's been a long time since we played our last game, but we're well into it. We have a great plan uh, uh, of action for the, for the off season, and you know, looking forward to um, rebolstering our roster and 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 you know, getting this thing. Going in the right track, uh, you know. I can't can't wait till can't wait till May gets here to start training camp. Yeah, so we're 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 into it. Yeah, sorry, G. Right. Tell me about. Yeah, I guess you know you have to take advantage of the time that you have. I mean, you'd rather be playing and obviously playing and winning a Grey Cup game like the Alouettes did a few days ago. But tell me about you. You need to take advantage of the time that you have, the extra time to get ready for twenty four. Well, yeah, I mean, we, you know, we once we were out of the playoff picture, we started putting together our plan to, to our plan of action for uh, for the off season and moving forward to to, to getting this roster, you know, where it needs to be, um, and you know, winning winning football games uh, at, at a high rate next year. Um, so yeah, we we started from 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 basically the, the last game of the, of the season in Winnipeg and and uh, just just start. 
you know, putting together the plan to, to, to move forward. Now, the question I have is, is Chris Jones made it home yet? Because I know he takes the long journey home <laughs> and, and makes a, quite a few stops on the way home uh, to, yep. to look at players. So has he made it home yet? <laughs> he has made it home. Actually, I just got off the phone with him probably <laughs> 15 minutes ago. And, and you know, the, 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 the thing about Chris, which is great, um, he never stops. He, he never stops thinking about football. He never stops thinking about trying to find ways to win. So, um, you know, we're, 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 we're heavy into it already and, and, um, you know, looking forward to, you know, to, to getting this thing going, uh, full go to off season. J. Roy Simon, assistant general manager of your Edmonton Elks, joining us here on 630 Chet Inside Sports. It's Dave Campbell in for Reed Wilkins this evening. So the free agent lists, uh, drop from the CFL for all nine teams and, uh, well, congratulations. You only have 18. That's the lowest number of pending free agents uh, heading into uh, 2024. But I'm sure the work uh, – like, do you treat it the same? Like, do you care if it's 38, 28, or 18, or 8? You just uh, – does the work change? No, the work never changes. I mean, you know, the roster goes from, you know, 45 to – to 100 after the great cup happened so we really gotta you know regardless of if we have 30 free agents or 18 um you still got to fill out the roster and and you know in doing so we got to find the best guys that's that's going to be available to us um you know we started obviously you know we had we had a great signing today with with one of our young guys who finished on practice squad so we mm-hmm. had to get him done pretty quick we didn't we didn't want to lose him and, and phil grahovic but um the the you know the with the roster going to 100, uh, back up to 100, um, you know, there's there's plenty of roster spots to fill and, and, and plenty, plenty plenty new guys to to, uh, to come in and challenge some of these guys that have been around here for a couple of years. Yeah, can you maybe just maybe uh, go into the process of with your penny free agents because I'm sure you've, you've identified along with Chris Jones, you know, there are certain players you want to get re-signed and I don't know if there's a bit of a hierarchy or a priority list, but um, tell me about the work of trying to prioritize your list and, you know, you want to get to maybe certain players right away and then maybe there's some that you, you can't get to right away, unfortunately. Yeah, I mean, you, you know, you gotta you gotta prioritize prioritize certain guys, uh, guys that you know do a number of different things, guys who have who have been very good to you know been good for us. Um, so yeah, we've we've already started the the process and and talking to the guys that we want to bring back, and and you know we haven't you know talked any numbers, but for the most part, you know the conversation has 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 happened with. Uh, with those guys and or their agents and and letting them know you know the plan is to bring them back and you know we'll we'll start talking numbers um in in the next coming weeks and you know some of these guys will be quick some of these guys will take a little bit longer than others so um the the quicker you can you can get that ball rolling after the great cup that you know the better off you're going to be come uh february 14th when when free agency hits I think the good news with 18 pending free agents means you have a lot of continuity going forward with your roster in 24. Yeah, you know, after after you know moving moving around a lot with with bringing bringing a bunch of guys in in, in 22, um, we knew that you know we wanted to uh, have a lot more continuity. We wanted to, we wanted to have almost a youth movement going to 23 and 24. So a lot of the contracts that we did last year were two year deals. Um, give you know letting us letting us know that you know the, a lot of the guys that we did sign we're going to bring back, and you know there were there were some young draft picks. So um, you know. 
the continuity is key. Um, you can see that, you know, we started to come together near the end of the year and, and started having some success. So we want to build on that. And, and the key to the key to doing that is bringing a lot of those guys uh, back that, you know, further, you know, a lot of them are in their second second and third year. So um, you'll really start seeing uh, some progression and, 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 and growth with, with a lot of these guys. Yeah, you know, it was an interesting season because you started 0-9 and, and, you know, that ninth loss was Trey Ford's first start under Trey Ford. You went four and six, but you did go four or five where you won, and unfortunately, you lost your last four. Um, when you compare the four and five team that, or the four win and five loss team to the to the final uh, four games, where you unfortunately were on a four game losing streak, I mean, how do you how do you compare the two? Because I think you're in every game, even in those last four games, and unfortunately, you know, uh, we saw maybe more of the negative than we saw the positive as far as how you handled you know, how the players handled certain situations. Yeah, I mean, a lot of that was youth. I mean, yeah. you know, like I said. A lot of guys were in their first, second, and or third year. So you, you can see the talent, but you can also see the youth and, and the guys that we had. So having these guys have a full off season and, and, and you know, of, 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 of um, reflection and, and learning and, and understanding some of the mistakes we made, uh, you know, we, we, we look forward to next year not making those same mistakes. You know, you can see where we got up on teams. We just couldn't sustain that lead. So, Hopefully, um, a lot of with a lot of those guys coming back, um, you know, we we can we can get get up get leads and get up on people and then and then sustain it to to pull out wins. Edmonton Elks assistant GM G Roy Simon joining us here on six thirty Chad Inside Sports. Okay, G Roy, did you watch the Grey Cup game? I did. I was there. Oh, you were there. Oh yeah. Oh the, yeah. So describe the electricity of the game, especially on that you know those final. You know, when Winnipeg scores and then Montreal comes back to to eventually win it. Well, you know, first and foremost, the the the, uh, the city of Hamilton, the Hamilton Ticats, did a great job of of putting on a a great Cup uh, weekend. It was it was electric, you know, throughout the throughout the weekend. Start well, really starting on the on on the on the Thursday, and uh, you know, just just walking from uh, you know parking your car and walking up to the stadium, it was it was it was a great atmosphere. Um, you can feel the it was a great vibe and 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 like you said, electricity, you know, going all through through the stadium. Um, it was it was just a fun game to watch. It was a fun game to be at, um, you know. I, you know, it, it 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 was one of those things where everybody expected Winnipeg to win, but you know the way that uh, Montreal played, um, you know, throughout the, the the final weeks of the season and into the playoffs, you knew that they that they had a chance because they they believed and they believed in themselves. And um, what a what a great finish with you know you know third I think it was third and five and Cody Fajardo throws a throws a deep ball. To, yeah. To, uh, to to get a big first down, and then with you know you know Tyson Philpot you know catching that pass to to score the game winning touchdown, I'm, I'm I'm proud because I played with Tyson's dad and Corey, and then I've I've competed against you know Tyson himself when I was coaching minor football in BC. So to see a BC kid uh, do do such a you know have have. Uh, uh, have a touchdown in such a big moment was something that was really, really impressive, and I was proud of. Yeah, it was. Uh, it was so so many great moments, so many great players uh, made some great plays, and uh, an excellent team won the Grey Cup. Absolutely, and don't take anything away from Winnipeg. I mean, you, you've been in Grey Cups, you've you've won Grey Cups. 
to go to four straight Grey Cups. That's remarkable for the Bombers. It is. It is. You know that that shows. You know that shows that you know they're they do they're doing it the right way. You know. You know even though they've they've lost the last two, that you know to even get there um, once is is a huge accomplishment. But to get there four four times in a row is something that that's you know it's almost unheard of these days. And with with free agency and and, and the one year contracts, um, so then for them to keep the team together and 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 you know play at a high level, especially those guys a little bit older as well. Um, it's it's really impressive. Well, I know you and Chris Jones and the staff are, are looking to emulate the the same sort of success here in Edmonton. So uh, thanks for your time. The free agent list dropped. The work never stops for you. Uh, so uh, thanks for your time, and uh, we'll talk to you soon. And we'll await some Elks news as far as player transactions are concerned. For sure, we'll be we'll, we're we're gonna get on it. Thanks for having me. Have a good night. Thanks, G. Roy, assistant GM of the Edmonton Elks. Your Edmonton Elks. G. Roy Simon, 18 pending free agents. We'll go through the list uh, later in the show. And yes, Philip Rohovic was signed, uh, re-signed by the club. They only had one player on their practice roster, and at the end of the season, you have to release those players. The Elks only had one, and it was Philip Rohovic, their uh, third overall, or sorry, third round pick, 20th overall in the uh, recent uh, CFL draft. Played 11 games, had one start, has some promise, uh, product out of Western Ontario. So uh, good signing for the Elks today to help their uh, offensive line depth. Hi, this is Ryan Nugent Hopkins from your Edmonton Oilers, and you're listening to Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins on 630 Chad. Good night for Ryan Nugent Hopkins, or I should say afternoon. It's habit, Derek, to say night. Yeah. Well, there's an afternoon game. <laughs> Throws you off a little bit, doesn't it? Throws the whole day off. It does. And it's funny because I work in football and I call football games, and it's not uncommon to have afternoon games, but I keep saying tonight. Yeah, when good it comes point. To hockey games. Yeah. It's, it's foreign. But You'll yeah, figure it out by the end of the show. Yes. You know, <laughs> I hope so. Yeah. Uh, Ryan Eugene Hopkins scores his fourth goal of the season and picks up two assists for a. Three-point night. Connor McDavid with four assists. Leon Dreisaitl, two uh, two goals. And uh, Zach Hyman with two assists. So a lot of people contributing tonight. Uh, Important that the best players showed up tonight, as pointed out by one head coach, Chris Knobloch. Yeah, you know, you need your top players uh, performing if you're going to win on a regular basis. Um, obviously, you want your third and fourth lines chipping in and helping with the offense, but, um, you know, they can do it periodically and help you win games. But uh, in the long run, you you need your top guys going, and they certainly played really well tonight. And, you know, uh, Leon Dreisaitl made an interesting comment. I'm just trying to find it here. Um, no, not that one. That's a good one, though. Um, I can't find it. Oh, yeah, here it is. Good radio, eh? Um, Leon Dreisaitl says, look, it's important for the best players to produce, but you know what? There's a bit of a stereotype towards the star players in the locker room that uh, Dreisaitl addressed after the game. We had a lot of guys in here that care a lot. Um, and I think sometimes that's a little misunderstood towards the outside. Um which, which obviously is unfortunate, but um, you know we care a lot. We want to win in here. And um, has there been times or games where it hasn't gone our way as a leadership group? Yeah, of course. Uh, have we been at our best all year? Uh, absolutely not. But um, you know we have a lot of pride in this room, and um, you know tonight was a good step. 
Hey, your thoughts are welcome too. Calling, you can text 780-496-0063. That is the hotline brought to you by Certainty, the pro's choice for roofing, siding, drywall, insulation, and ceiling system. Certainty Pro all the way. Oil Kings in action as well tonight. They're at home to the uh, Regina Pats. <clears throat> there goes my voice again. It's been an interesting day for my voice. One second. There. That'll last for about 30 seconds. Uh, Pats up one nothing over the uh, Oil Kings. About uh, seven minutes to go at Rogers Place. Last time the Oil Kings won a game, they're on a three-game losing streak. Uh, they beat the Pats last Wednesday in Regina by a score of 6-1. to one. Dave Campbell and Fareed Wilkins will uh, talk more about the Oilers' win, talk a little bit more about the Elks as well. I'll give you the free agent list and give you my thoughts on what we heard yesterday, which was uh, from Rick, Rick Lawlisher, the interim president and CEO, looking or exploring new ownership structure possibilities. And I think one type of ownership is going to happen. Dave Campbell in for Reed Wilkins tonight on 630 Chat Inside Sports.